Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. Welcome to episode one of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry and I'm your host for the podcast. I'm also the co-founder of Ignite DA and so glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to listen to some of my thoughts today. For episode one of our podcast, I thought I would tackle one of the most uh, divisive, tough things that dental assistants often think about, and that is the paycheck. That is the things that happen uh, that make more money come into your paycheck as a result of your practice being successful. So let's think about things for just a moment here. I am a firm believer that when the dental practice is successful, the dental assistant should be successful as well. I served for 13 years as the managing editor for Dental Economics Magazine, and I know very well that when dentists do well, their team should do well as well. So dental assistants come up to me whenever I talk around the country and they say, you know, Kevin, how can I make more money? How can we do things in the practice that will benefit my paycheck and also the bottom line of the practice? And I will say this, there are really four things that are part of the critical equation to make more money. And I have to credit Linda Miles for this. Linda Miles is one of the most revered dental consultants in the entire industry. And she started out as a dental assistant in West Virginia. So she has dental assistants' um, best interests always in her heart. And Linda told me one time, she said, there are four key components to making more money as a dental assistant. 25% of that comes from the attitude that you bring into the practice. Now, whenever I speak around the country, I always tell the story about a dental assistant in upstate New York who told me one time about Patty, the hygienist, who worked in her practice. And Patty was, according to this assistant, the world's worst person. You know, Patty would do things to annoy people. Patty wouldn't clean up after herself. Patty wouldn't say that it was her job. Patty, Patty, Patty. There were so many things that this dental assistant told me about Patty. But yet, it was something that I knew deep down that Patty's attitude was having a negative impact on this dental assistant. And we're going to talk about that in a future episode about how to get along better with your coworkers. But for today, we're focusing on attitude and what that can bring to the practice. Now, imagine what kind of a joy it must be to work with a patty. And some of you out there work with a patty already and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But my question is this, what if you're the patty of the practice? What attitude are you bringing to the practice every day? Are you bring rays of sunshine or are people mockingly calling you little miss sunshine you know are you the positive person or are you patty are you the one that people always kind of don't want to be around whenever things might go tough so i ask you what is your attitude and 25 percent of any kind of a raise or a merit increase I think should result from the attitude that you bring to the practice. What about your scope of responsibility? I think that's another 25%. What do you do to impact the bottom line of the practice? Are you doing everything legally that you can do to impact the bottom line of the practice? Do you know what you legally can or can't do in the practice? 
Uh, if you do not know the answer to this question, I strongly suggest right now go to Danby. D as in dental, A as in assisting, N as in national, B as in board.org, and find out what you can or can't do legally in your state. And there's a real easy way to do that. Go to the Meet State Requirements tab, and all you've got to do is click there and then go to your individual state, and you can see what dental assistants can legally do or not do in every state in the country. And then I ask you, look through that and see, are you doing everything that you can do for your practice. If not, have a talk with the dentist and say, you know, according to state law, I'm allowed to do this here in our practice. What classes can I take? What can I do to start doing this? Show some initiative. Show the things that uh, you can do to really impact the bottom line of the practice. It'll make a huge difference. I think 25% of the merit increase or a raise also comes from evaluation. Now, I strongly encourage you as the dental assistant, if you're not having a yearly evaluation of how you're doing in the practice by the doctor or the office manager or whoever kind of runs the personnel in your practice, I strongly encourage you to go to that person and say, I need to know how I'm doing. I need to know what I can be doing better. I need to know what I'm already doing well. You know, this is not something where you're demanding a raise. This is something where you're talking to them about what you can do to be the best possible employee of that business that you can be. And again, let me remind you of one thing. You're not just working in a dental practice. You're working in a small business. And every employee in that practice, from the doctor to the hygienist to the assistant to the office manager to the sterilization tech to the insurance coordinator to whoever you have working in your practice, you all have to be doing the best that you possibly can to impact the bottom line of the practice. Okay, So make sure that you're getting at least an evaluation once a year and then also kind of Think about before and after that evaluation. Do a self-evaluation. Think about what you could be doing to improve. You know, maybe you know that you're not the best at impressions. Maybe you know that you turn the room around a little slowly. You know, whatever it might be. Do you know areas that you can improve as a professional? And then do you know how to do that? Do you know local classes? Can you talk to your sales rep? You know, there's a lot of possibilities out there. So make sure that you're thinking about how you can improve yourself. And then the most important 25% of all, and remember, 25% is on your attitude. 25% is what you can or can't do in the practice. 25% is on an evaluation that you're doing with your doctor to see what you can be doing better in the practice. And that final 25%, it's the health of the practice. Do you know how well that your practice is doing right now? I'm a firm believer that every assistant should know the financial health of his or her practice. I believe that you should know exactly how well it's doing because, again, the health of the practice is ultimately going to determine how well that your paycheck does. And if the practice isn't doing well, you're not going to do well. You know, think about a football game. Think about you're in the fourth quarter and you don't know the score. Well, how you play if you're behind or if you're ahead makes a world of difference. You have to know the score to know how to play. And the same holds true in any dental practice around the country. You have to know the score. You have to know your numbers. You have to know, is your practice doing well? And if it isn't, and it's the fourth quarter of the year, or you're coming up on some kind of a goal, what can you be doing to improve upon that? 
And this is a great opportunity for you to show your leadership and say, you know, I'd like to know how we're doing and how I can help improve the bottom line of the practice. Because then you show that you're really invested in the success of the practice. This isn't about just clocking in, clocking out and going home. Okay. This is really about what you can do to be the best employee possible. You know, uh, Linda Miles said that above everything, Obviously, patients come first, but the next thing is the good of the practice has to come next. And that really is something that all team members have to work together to really see the good of the practice. And if you don't know how well the practice is doing, it's really hard for you to know what you can do to improve that good, that overall state of the practice, okay? So don't be afraid to ask, okay? I know so many uh, dental assistants, whenever I'm talking in lectures, they look at me like I'm crazy and they'll go, oh, the dentist will never tell me the numbers in the practice. Well, that's okay, but you've at least got to ask. And it's not about, I want to know so that I can get more money. No, it's about, I want to know so that I can make sure our practice is doing the best that it can be because I care about working here. That's the attitude that needs to be taken in there, okay? And then I want to make sure that, you know, whenever we're talking about that um, evaluation, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, one thing that I think is a great exercise for every dental assistant to do at least once a year is sit down, clear your mind, write out a list of everything that you do in the practice. What are things that you do to make an impact? You know, and, and it can be little things. It can be cleaning up. It can be taking out the trash. It can be settling a patient down. Think about your normal day and think about everything that you do from the time you walk in that door to the time you walk out that door. What do you do? And make a list of that. And then think, look at that list afterwards. I think you'll be surprised how much even you do. And I guarantee you, if you're surprised how much you can do, the dentist is going to be surprised as well. And one thought I want to leave you with as well is this. Ask yourself this question. Paycheck is important. It absolutely is. Trust me. I have a daughter. I know it's important to make sure that she has what she needs. But is your boss ever really going to pay you what you're worth? You know, whenever I used to work for magazines and, and I was under an employer, I can tell you they never paid me what I was worth because I brought, in my opinion, so much more to that business than I got put back in my paycheck. Now, does that mean that I stomped my foot and I walked out the door and I said, I'm never working here again, or every day I was disappointed because I wasn't making as much as I thought I should? No, because ultimately at the end of the day, I loved what I did and I loved the impact that I had. And I think you do as well. I think ultimately at the end of the day, you enjoy working with your patients. You enjoy making a difference in their oral health and in their overall lives. And for many of you, that sets off a little bit of the disappointment that comes with the paycheck. Okay. So where is that sweet spot for you? Where is the sweet spot between what you want to make and the things that give you joy. You know, some of you love oral surgery. Oh my gosh, I know some of you love oral surgery. You know, there are things that whenever you look at the schedule, you go, I'm excited because we're doing this today. You know, those are pluses as well. And when you can do more of those things and talk to the dentist about how you can do more of those things, that makes for a better um, economic environment. And it makes for you to be happier in what you do. So just think about Paycheck versus passion, which is important to you and where's that sweet spot to balance both. 
So I'm going to leave you with those thoughts right now. This is our first episode of Ignite DA. Make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're listening so that you can get the latest episodes to come to you, okay? For now, this is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off on Dental Assistant Nation podcast.